everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show on Homeworkies podcast every week where we like to talk about the show Heartland and recap. Usually it's three episodes. This week we are doing the Christmas movie. It's very exciting. And so ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas in March. And uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Did you enjoy uh, putting on your holiday cap in March watching this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for us, we never really leave Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I've, always, so. I've always got Christmas movies on uh, my TV recorded, ready to go. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I haven't even finished the Christmas movies from last year. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm still, I've still got a Christmas movie on every now and again, so... Yeah, this was no different, really. Yeah. I I think, though, it does feel a little bit more sort of special when you watch mm-hmm. off-season. Yeah. Uh, for those of us that are hardcore, uh, that because uh, I a couple of weeks ago, we did uh, Christmas Under Wraps for oh, yeah, On Friendship. Yeah, that's a great one. And it, it's, I think it feels even better off-season. <laughs> And yeah. I don't know, there's just something fun about watching Christmas movies in March. Yeah. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when it's you're, you're kind of talking about it with people that are so like-minded. Yeah. Yeah. It feels <laughs> more special. It's like we all speak a similar language. <laughs> yeah. So this was fun to get to do. I don't know how many uh of these is, is do you know is this the only christmas special they did or do they do more of them or it just seems to be kind of yeah. completely on its own because it did have like a few things that didn't quite make sense mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like like just plot points that were kind of dropped just for this episode i wonder if if it's more the last few years that the idea of sort of the annual christmas movie slash episode kind of happened and started because this was 2010 and uh, you would have like Downton Abbey and uh, and Doctor Who and some other shows that kind of started that tradition it seems so on brand to me to have Mm -hmm. a, a holiday you know, special to have a holiday, a Christmas movie. It's the perfect setting. They don't mm-hmm. have to fake snow. They don't have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So in this movie, you have the main force of the plot is involving uh, Ty and Amy. And then later on, Jack and Tim going up to help rescue some uh, horses that are caught in an avalanche and uh, then there's some other stories as well going on uh, but overall what did you think of this special um i found it to be a little strange in structure um uh-huh. but i loved the i loved the actual story um especially you know it sort of paralleled you know tim and and lou and amy and jack so much mm-hmm. so that was really great but it did feel a bit strange I mean it was like an hour and a half so was it I guess it was like two episodes like two part episodes 
but it also kind of had the structure of a movie. Um, yeah. And my notes are crazy. I've just got so much written down, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit strange. Yeah, just in like the the continuity of of the the the, the season as well, because this is just mm. sort of right in the middle. So yeah, or plot points that are just kind of dropped and not discussed. Um, so that was a lot of strange. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't know if this was to sort of appeal to people that don't really watch Heartlands. You know, they were maybe just tuning in for this Christmas special. Mm. Or it's maybe a way to bring in new fans. Yeah, I wonder about that. If they, when they aired it and everything, if uh, if maybe that was part of the approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I couldn't find any information on that. I do think that the the non-horse stuff was my favorite part versus the horse stuff. But <laughs> we'll talk more about that. But I really liked yeah, yeah. Lou and Mallory in this. I thought that that was probably my <laughs> yeah. my favorite part of the whole thing. Once again, Mallory steals the show. <laughs> yeah, we expect that at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be super sad when she leaves because I think she's the best part of the, the show. But uh, it starts out with the avalanche uh, in the uh, in the horses, and they get a call, uh, or Scott gets a call uh, from the uh, from young man, and saying, you know, the horses are starving; they need help. And so Ty and Amy decide that they're going to go and help. And this is after they had purchased a very big tree, giant tree, uh, that they had gone out and gotten. And uh, and so, yeah, what did you think of this opening with the horses and kind of setting the scene? Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I wonder if they got more of a, a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it, but it was all kind of done very well. And I kind of liked the kind of misdirect of like, these were stallions but it turns out they're actually just domestic horses um yeah, yeah that was really a little confusing it. at it so so their horses wandered away they weren't mustangs i thought they were mustangs at first me too that yeah it seems confusing. like they were they were will's uh, horses that he just kind of let go mm-hmm. and uh and so they're obviously very concerned and the boy i forget what was his name Uh, sam sam so sam is very worried he calls leaves a message and they decide to go and help and i'm not sure how far in advance from christmas day this all was supposed to be happening was it the week before yeah i think it was the the sort of week before uh, Mm -hmm. because we, we very quickly get to christmas eve i'm guessing it was like maybe three Mm. or four days before christmas well and so then you have lou and she's throwing an open house for the dude ranch and it's and we're going through this now again with lou and and peter and i kind of just think they keep coming to these yeah they kept coming to these realizations and these resolutions and then it feels like then we start over again and they come to the same resolution again yeah yeah yep um <laughs> and i yeah i expect their next recap will be exactly the same but yeah, yeah. it's just kind of crazy that even when he's not in dubai he's not with lou 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, that, that, that that's just, yeah, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I keep coming back to him. Maybe they just didn't have this actor, but then he showed up and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, it makes you wonder, did, did, was he on a different show at that time? No idea. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if he was on another show. I, I almost don't want to look just in case he's not. <laughs> And they don't have an actual reason for him not to, to be around as much as we kind of need him to be to stop going around in circles. Yeah, because you really start to lose their chemistry and it becomes challenging. It's just getting kind of old, this this sort of plot line of that it makes you buy the resolution, the reconciliation less when you know, oh, we're just going to repeat it again the next episode. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly <clears throat> like you say it just really hurts the chemistry mm-hmm. but because she... all, all we really see them do is yeah. argue yeah yeah exactly and you don't have any any sense of them being a happy couple so it's just kind of it's almost like should they just get the whole thing annulled or something because i don't know it just doesn't seem to be working and so then you have that Lou has this specific ornaments for her tree, but then also a specific order uh, and place where these ornaments are supposed to go. And I do relate to that somewhat because I have a very specific order that, uh, that I think makes the tree look the best because you want to start with really, you want to start deep down in the tree with really plain, uh, plain uh, ornaments and then you f- go outward and then your final ornaments are mm-hmm. the, the detailed special ornaments and that makes the whole tree look really really lush when you have those layers and <laughs> so if people are just like randomly putting stuff on the tree I'm like no nah, don't do that you're ruining it <laughs> but I live alone so I, ha- I have the luxury of having it however I want <laughs> I don't have to worry about that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think by the time the the open house is kind of cancelled, she should have just let Mallory do whatever she wanted. I mean, I she's the kid without her parents, so I felt yeah. kind of bad for her. Um, but yeah, maybe she should have just got Mallory her own tree. Um, yeah, that, that would have been a good time. solution. Get her a little tree for her room or something like that. Or for a different part of the, yeah, the ranch. What's the harm yeah. in that? Yeah, no shortage of trees anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And when she, <laughs> when she's the frosty, frosty killer, that made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, that sort of lightened the episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you see the 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 snowman all slumped over, and Mallory's horrified. <laughs> that was really funny. That was that was really good. So. Then we also have Ashley and Caleb, and they get a too big of a tree for their little trailer, but they are super cute. And uh, they decide they're not going to get each other presents, and they have this whole little gift of the Magi kind of story. And I I really enjoyed it until the end when Ashley says, "We went all O Henry." That was kind of grown worthy to me. <laughs> like you took me out of the moment there. <laughs> it was yeah, too meta. It was kind of, um, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, we all know that that's part of what makes it cute. You don't need to say it out loud. I love a good gift of the Magi plot. My my favorite though is the uh, is Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. Oh, it's so good! It's so good on many levels. You have uh, Big Bird is worried that because Oscar tells him that Santa can't get down the the chimney, so Big Bird and and uh, Kermit go around trying to figure out how he can fit down the chimney and it's really sweet and then and then you have Bert and Ernie and they are uh they have a gift of the magi moment with Mr. Hooper <laughs> and uh, Bert sells his rubber ducky uh to get a paperclip box for for Ernie or flip that Ernie Ernie's the short one right Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ernie. So Ernie sells his rubber ducky, and uh, and then Bert sells his paperclip collection to get a dish for <laughs> for for the for his uh, rubber ducky. So they sell <laughs> each other's prized possessions, and then Mister Hooper comes at the end and makes everything right, and it's so sweet. And then they sing "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," which is my favorite Christmas song. So I mean, come on, what more yeah. could you want in a Christmas special? <laughs> and then she, uh, he gets her a bracelet, a charm for a bracelet, and then she sells her bracelet. So it's very sweet. <laughs> and uh, and so then we have the, uh, so they're going out to uh, help the horses. And they definitely spent some money. You have all this, uh, not only the avalanche effect, but you also have all of the snowmobiling and some of the other stuff that they invested in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Amy... She climbs right over the uh, the snow to get to the horses, and uh, they're obviously very worried about them. The the little kid Sam is spying on them, okay. and uh, so they decide to go to. They decide they're going to have to stay, and Jack is very mad at them at first, and he says. Uh, he says i want you home home and i want you now but they don't listen and they have pretty little co the cozy uh time there playing house at, <laughs> at jo uh, joanna's house that they rent for 50 dollars and they yeah. set up they they're getting all cozy and everything and then the smoke comes out of the flume and they get smoked out so no 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 luck because <laughs> you forget how young they are because they feel older don't you think yeah absolutely um i think Grey wardle is starting to kind of look a bit older than his character so mm -hmm. that kind of throws me a little bit <laughs> Yeah, I think he's still supposed to be like 18, 19 at this point. Mm -hmm. He looks just slightly a couple of years older. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I think most parents would probably be pretty concerned their teenage daughter is 
it's with her boyfriend uh away during christmas like that would be concerning i i get that mm-hmm. and uh tim and jack fight over amy and ty and uh and mallory's parents are stuck and uh, so there's kind of that going on and uh tim tim and jack are an interesting combination uh, in this one they work pretty well together even if they have a little bit of conflict but what did you think of that yeah i, I really think they both sort of thrive over the conflict though yeah <laughs> i think there's a little part of them that enjoys it um because it, it never kind of escalates anymore you know it used to kind of escalate to fisticuffs yeah <laughs> and then now they just sort of argue um and then kind of you know agree to disagree or you know they'll work together yeah i know they're kind of like the odd couple at this point <laughs> yeah exactly uh, and uh so uh, jack says to mallory because mallory's feeling pretty sad and jack says you're an important part of the family and we we need you here with lou and uh, so that was a sweet moment yeah, I felt so bad for in this episode. Um, yeah. But I did like that we did eventually see our parents because they've been so absent. Mm-hmm. And Mallory's kind of, you know, been on. Her, she does have a, a loving family to take care of her, but she has largely been on her own without her parents for so long at this point, kind of mm-hmm. the entire summer and now Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just, he's just a, a musician yeah and and she doesn't want to go on tour with them i guess yeah i think that's the the conflict she wants Mm -hmm. to kind of stay um where she is and so uh then you have uh they decide that they're going to dig uh, a hole for the horses and and to uh to get them free and Mm -hmm. uh, you also have tim and jack almost getting in a car crash because they're fighting over the map and and then uh will vent in his car is in the like middle of the road uh-huh. for vernon will vernon and yeah. uh and jack recognizes him as somebody from his old rodeo then you have mallory making over the the house because she's feeling sad and i don't i i felt like her Except for the snowman outside, that was the only thing that was like really garish. Everything else looked pretty normal to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if maybe Lou was kind of going for a more kind of minimalist approach. It, it was, wasn't like over the top. It wasn't ridiculous, like yeah. ornaments, like singing things and like you know motion detected things. You know, yeah. I've seen them. I've seen some really bad you know ornaments and decorations out there um and this doesn't go anywhere near them so yeah it wasn't like it was like kissing reindeer or you know what I mean, something like that it was just normal pretty normal uh stockings and stuff like that we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast from amazon best-selling author esther hatch comes a fresh and fun victorian era rom-com Manor for sale, barren included. Lord Farnsworth would rather rot in debtor's prison than sell the one place that feels like home to him, his mother's manor. That is, until he meets the charming woman who wants to buy it. Suddenly his plans become clear. Sell her the home and then woo her to the altar. 
What could possibly go wrong? If you enjoy your historical romance sweet and clean with a large dose of humor, Hatch weaves the perfect story for you. See why readers are saying, quote, from the first page, this book had me grinning from ear to ear. Esther's beautiful writing style and lovable characters make you fall in love instantly and invest yourself in the story until the very end. Manna for Sale, Baron Included is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle, also available in Kindle Unlimited. So check out the new novel, Matter for Sale, Baron Included. And we had an episode of our podcast with Esther where we dove more into the book. So you should definitely check that out as well. It's a really fun, dishy read. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad when Lou was so upset about it. <laughs> yeah but my mom hates those blow up snowmen though the those blow up figures outside i think they're kind of fun but she thinks they're the tackiest thing she hates them (laughs) i think if you're you're going for tacky and you sort of lean into it they're fine Uh um you know if if that's kind of your thing and your whole kind of theme is that you know fair enough um but yeah it looks kind of strange just out there on its own yeah but when she she punches the snowman that was a bit much really (laughs) funny and then mallory you killed frosty you're the most non-christmas person i know and you frosty murderer (laughs) yeah i will not not live under the same roof with a frosty murderer (laughs) understandable is, I guess are we to assume that there's like people staying at the dude ranch during um, the time? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so. Because um, I, I kind of figured why when they just have Ashley and Caleb stay in one of the cabins. Yeah, that's a good point. I never even thought of that. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good point. Uh, because... I think they did actually say that the dude ranch shuts at winter. In a previous season, they were going to have the open house. Yeah, I mean, I would think that they could at least have somebody stay there, as opposed to having to stay on the couch mm-hmm. uh, during you know, during the emergency situation. Because Caleb and them come, Caleb actually come up because the power goes out at their place. Mm-hmm. And what well, is the heater goes out, um, and then it just sort of escalates from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. problems but yeah considering you know Caleb works there yeah just kind of put him up in a dead ranch yeah and and they're kind of on Mallory's side they help her get her stuff and help her out and uh so then you get this whole scene with Jack confronting Will and what did you think of curmudgeonly old Will Vernon um I think it was a too long before his sort of turn but I thought it was a, a fairly good representation of survivor's guilt uh-huh. um and I, yeah i really like this part of the episodes um let's say the parallels really worked for me but and i thought this actor was really good mm-hmm. it just went on a little bit too long before his sort of turn because that happened and then it was very quickly resolved i thought it could have been a bit more um work at the end to sort of make things right because it just seemed like he was very aggressive and 
for so long, you know, so yeah. many scenes with just him and Jack that were sort of the same, you know, I'm just not getting through to him. Yeah, he could, was pretty yeah. frustrating because he a gun on Amy and, and Ty. That was kind of brushed away quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he refuses to help. And then he starts off the, the additional avalanche because yeah. of his behavior. And mm-hmm. Joanna, she says that the, she says, I remember the guy you remember, but he died five years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's very frustrating. I mean, you would think if he's such a selfish guy, he would at least kind of want his horses to be rescued just because of the uh, the monetary gain of that. You know, that there would be some kind of, when people are trying to help him and his property. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it wasn't really explained why he didn't want his horses or why he let them go or you know, it was kind of suggested that he just didn't want to feed them anymore. But there's a difference between letting them go and... and having them trapped in an area where they're going to starve to death. Right. Yeah. Well, at least they've got a chance if they're kind of out roaming on their own. They've got access to food and, and freedom. Whereas this was just essentially watching animals be, you know, sort of tortured to death by the, the elements. Yeah. And basically he's really bitter because uh, his son and Joanna's husband, Sam's father, died in an avalanche and of course it had to happen on christmas eve in these uh, in these kinds of stories <laughs> you have to bring christmas into all of this she says how dare you have a gun near my son and says i don't want you anywhere near him ever again she's very upset yeah and it's understandable he's not really done anything to you know <sighs> show any sort of sign of you know feeling bad about the situation or it seems like they've not even had a discussion since the husband his son and it was, I think it was five other men or five men total that that died mm-hmm. you know I can understand carrying that kind of guilt around but it kind of gets to a point that going around hurting people yeah, and when Jack tries to get help from all of the people in the town, they are very reticent to get involved. They don't want to get involved, and they're very nervous about that. And I think partly because there's you never know when another avalanche is coming, but also because of the of this Will Vernon guy and how angry he gets, and it's his land. Yeah. You don't want to be yeah. on the bad side of Will Vernon. Mm-hmm. And even after the, like the main avalanche, we saw another avalanche, and then I don't think it was like a full avalanche, but we definitely saw Amy and Ty kind of get taken out by some wind and snow as well. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not a, a situation a lot of people would kind of want to get into. Yeah, and. Uh, then you do have Sam bringing over a little Christmas tree for Amy and Ty uh, <laughs> in their little their little cabin, whatever that they're at. And that was very sweet. Yeah, it was cute. That was cute. And you have a scene between Tim and Joanna, and them talking about their their regrets and their life and 
and everything like that. I thought this was a weird. Oh, this was so weird. This was so weird. I was like, <laughs> any opportunity Tim gets to flirt with someone, he's going to take it. And I'm like, does he yeah. not have a girlfriend? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, what is he doing? Why is he kissing her? And I'm sure we're never going to see this woman ever again. So, no. <laughs> what? I agree. I thought that was weird. <laughs> I mean, is the show expecting us to be yeah. like super swooning over Tim? Yeah, I mean, this woman is like deeply vulnerable, and he's taking this opportunity to like take a shot. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> That's what I do. I agree. Oh, this is just typical Tim. Typical Tim. Yeah. I mean, it gets you the feeling that they think that he's like a real hunk, the producers of this show. And I'm not saying he's bad looking. He's fine. But I don't know. Just he's not like a Kevin McGarry or somebody like that. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah. um, (laughs) I don't know. Or Matheson or someone like that, you know. Yeah. I don't know if, if the, the sort of character, you know, description really fits the actor. Uh-huh. I just see him as, like, the, the guy from, um, oh, God, The Good Witch. That's kind of all I see him as. I know, um, I know. And so seeing him as this sort of lady killer kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sort of a buffoon at times as well. So Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think that he's really actually quite good as the kind of, more sort of cuddly dad kind of role when he gets to play that with Lou or with Amy or or even on uh, on on the Good Witch movies that he was in uh, getting to play that kind of character makes a lot more sense to me than like hunky outlaw kind of character <laughs> like, I don't see that <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh, so I thought that was weird and they didn't have any chemistry at all yeah, 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 you know, not their fault. They barely had time to build chemistry. Right. <laughs> they literally just like came into each other's walls and then left again. And yeah, they supposedly had this big love story. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that in the next episode that we cover, he'll be back with the uh, with um, uh, Miranda Freegan's character. <laughs> yep, I think she's in a yeah. few episodes more yeah. this season. So, yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, he says that. Uh, he does say 10 years I didn't spend with my daughters and there so there's a big price to pay for isolating yourself and then we have uh, that Sam tells them that since my dad died my mom hates Christmas get you see that's one the hard thing when Christmas gets tied up in all this it's so unfair <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it can all happen in, in, in these things why can't they just happen in like October well then you you wouldn't have a christmas special (laughs) yes not no you wouldn't uh and so the town finally comes to help and they are all bringing hot chocolate for sam and coffee and uh they're put they're trying to to dig they get a bulldozer in and they're trying to dig a tunnel and they actually put in like wood yeah ports and stuff like that so it doesn't cave in yeah, I'm a sucker for like these kind of stories where they have like the whole town come to help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was recently I just I don't know why, I just felt like watching kind of old nostalgia shows. Uh-huh. And I put on like the first episode of Little House in the Prairie. Oh. Um and there's like a the end of the first episode's like Paz injured 
but he has to work and he's working all these different jobs and he's really really hard and all the town come to help him and I'm like literally sobbing over this like 20 year old show <laughs> but yeah whenever this kind of happens in a show I'm like a total sucker for it yeah it's always a good moment it really is and that really brings the Christmas spirit that they that they do and so you have this big fight between Jack and Will and he says I don't know you and uh, and he he says well I was the one who asked him to be up there that's talking about his son and uh, that he was the only one who made it out I'm alive but maybe I'm not and he's mm-hmm. and then Jack says you might as well be dead and uh, and then he says I didn't cut myself off they all left me and then Jack says you have to take the first step to make this right it's never too late and uh, I thought it was some pretty good acting from those two actors for this story I thought it was a pretty good scene yeah yeah absolutely um these two are probably I've I've never seen the other actor in anything but Mm -hmm. yeah this they just they do seem like kind of Sean does seem like such a veteran yeah um and he's able to kind of do everything especially on this show Mm -hmm. yeah and so then the horses are freed and everybody's cheering it's a very you know fun moment then you see joanna and sam and will make up and that's when you get the weird kiss between <laughs> between joanna and tim like, what? i can't even watch this i was like oh I my know. god <laughs> glad you had the same takeaway as me because i was just like <laughs> what so stupid <laughs> <laughs> weird it was very weird i mean and i think that the saving the horses thing overall it was a pretty good story but i actually don't think it was very christmasy at all no and so i i think it would have almost been better in another just regular episode and them doing something more christmas focused yeah on... you know when it said christmas at heartland there wasn't much christmas actually at heartland with the whole family right um you know so much was focused on this plot which i agree it would have been really good in like a a series premiere or finale or something it, mm-hmm. it was a really good story but yeah i would have liked to have seen a bit more christmas yeah like in the episode it could have been there was some kind of maybe if they were doing the open house and one of the horses that was going to pull the sleigh with santa ended up injured in some way and so then they had to help them and you know like then something more where every part of it is sort of christmas focused as opposed to oh so and so died on christmas that was really the only kind of link to christmas and i guess if you just count general snow as being christmas related uh then and i guess they do bring tiny me that christmas tree Uh, but i i think the the whole idea of Christmas at Heartland was a little underserved. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so much so much of the family was sort of separated. Yeah. As well. Um, which I wasn't, you know. You Lou know that, yeah, Lou kind of really annoyed that everybody just sort of <laughs> abandoned her. Um yeah. and I could kind of see her point, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to help uh to help Peter's father, right? Yeah, she's going to go in the morning to. Uh, I don't. I can't remember where he said the father was, but she would need to fly there. Um, so apparently, his dad's sick. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that this when you have the gift of the Magi moment, Caleb and Ashley, and O Henry moment, and uh, and you also have the uh, one of the horses ends up falling mm-hmm. on Christmas, and and Will gives that fall to Sam. So it's just going to be Mallory and Lou for Christmas, and. And they said, we're Christmas spirit challenged. And Mallory says, I miss my mom and dad. And Lou says, I miss Peter. (laughs) You could have fooled us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you have the gingerbread house sandwich. What did you think of that? Very controversial. (laughs) (laughs) No, look at you. (laughs) It looked so sweet. So sweet. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of frosting because of that reason. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy gingerbread anything. Um, I am sort of one of those people that just goes out to the supermarket Christmas and just buys everything that's got gingerbread in it. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have it with frosting. <laughs> and it looked like they were sprinkling like even more stuff on top of it. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Especially that kind of frosting for gingerbread houses because it's just the royal royal icing it's not like if i was going to have frosting i want to have a maybe a cream cheese frosting you know or something like that but uh but yeah the gingerbread house sandwich that's what these these movies they always act like people actually eat the gingerbread houses nobody eats the gingerbread houses no no, no. so many they're people for decoration <laughs> yeah they're for and they've got basically like glue and they're all dry and and the the elements that make it for a good good gingerbread house make it for bad eating yeah and they've been sitting in a store for like (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, so then lou says it's a mallory tree and it's perfect so that was very cute and peter comes and uh, mallory's parents come and ty and amy actually didn't end up getting each other presents so they're like the perfect couple (laughs) (laughs) very relatable i'm sort of the person that leaves everything to the last minute (laughs) yeah i mean i i'd probably i i would get somebody even just a small present just because i i would be afraid that they would actually end up getting me something so i want to make sure that i have at least something even it's just some kind of baked good or I don't know something little, yeah, something homemade or something. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, then you see that the snowman has been frosty, has been repaired. <laughs> There's duct tape, <laughs> and uh, so she's not a frosty murderer anymore. <laughs> so that is the Heartland Christmas movie, and I would give it. Mm, like a seven out of ten i'd say what about you yeah i was gonna go with eight but yeah maybe 7.5 mm-hmm. yeah i think that's fair uh, did you so see it- on the imdb it's actually not got a, a nine point rating <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh it's what is it at it's at 7.6 i know that's very low in the world of yeah. heartland yeah, when, I, right. when i saw that i was like going to rachel <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're kind of harsh for a christmas 
but uh, there we go. That is the Heartland Christmas special. So let us know what you think of this one. Do you like it even more than some of the other episodes or where are you out on it? We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So please check that out. And make sure you're also following the Hallmarkies podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate those kind reviews that we get. We got some pretty mean ones this week. So please, please leave us your nice reviews. We really appreciate it. And then we also appreciate if you're listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. And we also have our patron group and merch store, which has Heartland inspired merch on there. So check that out. And thanks so much. And Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye, everyone.